Welcome to Martha Runs the World, a podcast with a new take on running, fitness, and all things health-oriented. I'm Martha Hughes, your host, and each week I present a new topic that is of interest to all runners. You already know that Martha Runs the World has a Patreon page, and now I have merchandise to offer. If you sign up at the $10 a month level, you'll get one of the brand new Martha Runs the World buffs. They look great, and they're very practical right now. It's just a little something to say thank you. Signing up at any level gives you access to exclusive episodes that are not available anywhere else. You can go to MarthaRunsTheWorld.com and click on the Patreon button for more information. Welcome to Martha Runs the World, Episode 90. It's all about mindfulness and running being more mindful as we run. It's a pretty popular topic right now. A lot of websites, magazines, different running sites are talking about it. But I thought I'd give my take to it and give some tips on how to do it yourself. Don't have to go overboard. I'm not a fanatic on anything except maybe music. You can do it a little bit at a time. Try it out a little bit and see if you like it. Like I said, you don't have to go full bore, do a little bit at a time, and it will actually help out your running in the long run. It's pretty cool. Running can be mindless, especially road running. You have to be a little bit more mindful of your running when you trail run. That's a different story, which I'll also talk about. But on the road, before you go running, you start your watch, you put on your music and you go and it's pretty mindful. You just don't even think about your running. You know how far you need to go. You know the pace you want to go and you just go and get it done. You say, great, I got my run done and now I'm going for the rest of my day and that's it. And you're done. Treadmill, it's even worse. Treadmill is like the most mindless, uh, mind-numbingly running you can think about. There's no, or not think about, I guess, is the real way of, of putting it. There's, there's no thought involved. It, it's, it's so unnatural, and the footsteps aren't, aren't natural. The, of course, the running surface is not at all natural, and it, it's just it's so far removed from mindful running that, yeah, no. Mindful running is not about running on the treadmill. It's not about running indoors at all. So you first have to step outside to do mindful running or mindfulness in running. I call this mindfulness in running because there's a lot of things already uh, that use the term mindful running. There's a whole website, a whole coaching program called Mindful Running, and there's a book out called Mindful Running. So this really doesn't have anything to do with it, with any of that, although it's the same. It's it's using the same philosophy. I I got some information from a couple different websites, which I will put the links on on my Uh, on my website when this episode comes out, so you'll be able to look them up and get some cool hints. But there's a lot of different, a lot of different running websites use the same kind of philosophy and the same kind of things. So it should help you. Oh, and before I get too far along, I have something to share just in my personal life with you at the end of all this. So don't go anywhere before the episode's over. Mindfulness in running is more being in tune with our running 
and how all the parts of our body works in unison with our mind to get that running done. It's getting every part of ourselves to work in unison, to work together. And therefore, it makes them a more complete run, a healthier run, and just a better run, a better posture, better feeling run. When done right and when practiced, it works out really well. It's kind of awkward at first. I think it's a really nice nice thing to do and to practice on. It brings back our thoughts back into our run. We may daydream. I daydream a lot when I'm running, when I'm thinking of other things, when I'm going along and thinking, okay, a shopping list, what I'm going to have for breakfast, where I want to go for a vacation next year, yada, yada, yada. I think of all those things. But mindfulness brings back my thoughts into my run, what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, how my body feels, how everything is, is going along. And it keeps you in communication with your body because it's kind of important to know how you feel and how everything is moving. It also um, tunes out uh, the noises around you. It tunes out the distractions. Uh, distractions are a big part about it. Um, noise, distractions can be noises, smells, other people making noise. I, I can't tell you how many times other people around me are just massive distractions. That I think that's one of the reasons why I listen to music is when I'm road running is because I can't stand hearing other people's conversations. It's so annoying to me. <laughs> I can't stand it. <laughs> but um, also dogs, dogs can be distraction. Technology can be a distraction. Technology is a huge distraction. Your phone doesn't work right. Your watch doesn't work right. Your vest isn't sitting right. Something isn't going right, and it can be really, really annoying. Uh, clothing can be distraction. Cultural preferences can be distraction. How fast you're going, you're maybe annoyed because you're not going as fast as you think you are. What you look like? Oh my God, I feel so fat. Everybody's looking at me because I because I don't look right. I'm too old. I'm too this, too that, too too whatever. To stop. The, the distractions and to get yourself focused on yourself and your run so that you can be in the here and now. That's the real important part about mindfulness while running is to be right there in your run and to blank all that other stuff out of the way because it's not important. I'm not saying to not pay attention to cars and maybe that cyclist who's just about to zip past you. You got to be utmost aware of things around you like that. But to block out all the unnecessary garbage that fills our brains and really brings us down and may affect us negatively on our run. 90% of our runs are in our mind. So mindfulness helps keep our minds paying attention. It's not as easy as it sounds, or maybe it sounds difficult. Well, it's, it is kind of difficult. It does take practice. It's like, it's kind of like a meditation in that it takes a lot of practice to become attuned with your body and all your senses. It, of course, isn't like meditation in that meditation requires you to be as still as possible to sit or lay or whatever in position that you are. Uh, to meditate while running, of course, you cannot close your eyes and relax and do any of that. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> uh, so that 
it makes it a little different than meditation. But it is that kind of thing in that you want to focus on what you're feeling and what your body is. So in that way, it's it's kind of close to meditation. Now, how you want to start running mindfully is you want to start by one of the things you want to do, one of the most important things you want to do is you want to learn how to breathe. And you want to start, if you can, now, it's, now I know this is really hard, especially if you have like hay fever like me. I have horrible hay fever and I have a real hard time, especially when I'm running or walking, breathing through my nose. I have a really hard time because it gets stuffed up. I, I, I'm telling you, it's just difficult. All these things saying, yeah, just breathe out of your, in and out of your nose. Yeah, well, it's kind of hard. But if you can, breathe in through your nose, just and then out th- through your mouth. So deep breaths, deep breaths. So what you should do before you, just a few minutes before you run, just lay on the ground, just relax, have your arms at your side, or lay on the floor, or if there's grass or whatever. Lay on the floor, your your legs, you know, kind of in front of you straight, your arms to your side straight. Just lay there and breathe just a couple minutes. Just in through your nose, out through your mouth, and just relax. Deep breaths, deep breaths. And just pay attention to your body and just think and just relax. And you want to just, just relax. Just chill and relax. And you don't want to... Now, my, with mindful running, mindfulness and running, being mindful, you do not want to wear a watch. You don't want to uh, bring your phone, or and you don't want to have um, anything like that. No iPod or anything like that because you you don't listen to music when you're doing this kind of thing because it takes away the attention from the run. So you're going to leave that, all that stuff at home. Now you may want to take your phone just for emergency's sake. I uh, that's fine with me. I would never go for a run without my phone. I really think that's important to take that in case you need it for an emergency. It's always good to have that to call someone. But don't listen to music. And now we'll go right back to mindfulness and running. But first, Coyote Coffee lies at the foot of Mount Tamalpais in Mill Valley. Conveniently located close to the trails on the mountain and next to the Tennessee Valley Road, they have the perfect coffee and goodies to keep you powered up for your morning runs, hikes, and bike rides. They don't just offer the best coffee in the area, and let me tell you, it's delicious. But they also have chai tea, iced tea, pastries, sandwiches, burritos, and lots of cookies. I'm getting hungry just thinking about all that food, and I haven't eaten yet, so I am starving. All their coffees are organic, and they offer all the milk alternatives as well. Outdoor seating is available so you can relax and enjoy and sip at your leisure or take it to go. Come join them for some great coffee and the best trails in Northern California. Coyote Coffee is located on the Shoreline Highway just off 101. You have to try it. It's terrific. Check out the link on my website at MarthaRunsTheWorld.com, and that will take you to their Facebook page. And uh, don't start your watch. And also, too, for these kind of things, if you just want to do this for, like, part of your run, do it for a few minutes, that's fine, too. Just do it for a few minutes. See how you feel. See what it's like. You don't have to do it for the full run. That's why I'm saying. 
I'm not a fanatic about these things. A partial, that's fine. That works. I can do partial with my watch. I kind of go crazy because I want to keep track of all my runs because I'm doing this huge marathon thing and every mile counts. (laughs) So it's kind of hard to not include these miles that I missed. But I did do it. I did do it a couple of times. And I, I thought, yeah, no, the miles that I did try it on, the few miles, they didn't count towards any of the challenges I'm doing. So I'm a little bit behind on my challenges. So I got to catch up. But it was fun. It was interesting. Um, so let's see. Okay. Um, you want to start slowly. You Maybe walk a little bit. Get your breath moving. Try to breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth. You want to just start walking and then maybe start your run a little slowly. And you're not pacing yourself. You don't really, you're not looking at your watch. You may even look at your wristband and say, oh, my watch, I don't have it. That's right. You may think about that. So because you're not going at a particular pace, you're just going at a natural how you feel. This is all how you feel. What does your body feel like when you're going without knowing what pace it is? What does your body feel like? When you're going without music, what do things hear? What do you hear without music? Listen to your footsteps. This is a great time to get to know what you actually sound like when you run. And don't hate yourself if you, oh my God, I hate the way I breathe. I've I've heard this before. I hate the way I breathe. Why? It's a breath. It's a human breath. Is it better to not breathe? (laughs) Is it better to not be alive? This is life. Breath is life. I think every breath is beautiful, even if it's labor breathing. Maybe when you're on your next walk or your next walking section, you just practice breathing, practice getting deeper breaths, and practice doing that. You can be a smoother breather. I don't know what to call it. If you want, just practice at it. Everything is practice. Um, a good way now, uh, like I said, on this kind of run, there's no goal pace. There's no distance. There's no time that you have to do it for. You don't have to go fast. There's nothing like this. This is all just to be in tune with yourself. Now, a good way to stay focused is to ask, how am I breathing? So how is your breath? How do you feel? And where am I looking? And that's something that I'll be talking about in a second. Um, Now, each person's breathing is going to be different. If you're breathing really fast and you feel really labored and like you're going to be out of breath, you're running too fast. So slow down your pace. You don't have your watch, so just feel and listen to your breath. If you slow down a little bit and your breath is pretty good and then it starts, you know, being more normal, it feels okay, then that's fine. If you slow down a lot and it just, and it doesn't sound like you're doing any effort at all, Maybe you're going too slow, so speed it up a little bit. This is all your choice what to do. So try breathing through your nose if you can. (laughs) If you're not me, you could probably do that. Notice if any of your body parts are tensing up or if your um, any part is maybe feeling kind of weird or doesn't feel right. The question that I ask, where am I looking? Are you looking down at the pavement or are you looking ahead? If you're looking down at the pavement, chances are you're slumped over and you have really bad, not maybe really bad, but maybe just poor posture. So you want to straighten up your shoulders, 
pick up your head a little bit, kind of have it pulled out. You want to pull it back in, your chin up. When I get tired, I slump over. I know I do this. So I have to constantly remind myself. And a nice way to pull it back in is to take your your arms to your shoulders and kind of pull back in so the shoulder blades are back. It takes a little practice and a little work, but it feels okay after a while. You will feel better later on in your run, especially if you start to run long distances, because because if you slump over like that, it's going to hurt in the long runs. It really will. You're going to have upper back pain. We'll be right back. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we're the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. But keep looking ahead. You want to look forward. I don't know if you took art class in high school or college, but if you remember taking art class and remember where the horizon met and where the sky and the land met at the horizon level, that little line. Well, you want that's where you want to look. You want to look ahead at that horizon level where the sky meets the ground. At that horizon level is, is kind of where you want to look. Kind of look ahead like that. If you're looking ahead, then you're looking at the right place. Okay, you can glance on the ground occasionally so you don't trip and fall. That's very important, but you don't want to be staring at the ground. You want to always remind yourself to keep looking up and keep keep yourself having good posture. It's a really nice exercise for that. Uh, Notice how your mind responds. Does your mind stay busy thinking of how your body feels? Um, Also... Pay attention to your surroundings. What is this? What are the sounds? What's that wind? Do you hear birds? What? Because you always have your music on, do you miss the, the sound of those beautiful birds? We have in San Francisco, we have about four different flocks of wild parrots. And one of them is uh, in the financial district. And it's over by kind of like by the ferry building and, and by the Embarcadero Center. And there's one flock that's there and when I go around there sometimes I hear them and they're really loud I mean you may never see them but they're so loud so I'll hear these squawks of parrots just squawks and squawks squawks of parrots and another another place I hear them is over by by a telegraph hill by um, the Coit Tower there is actually a really cool documentary film called the parrots of telegraph hill about this wild parrot uh, flock, flock that was out there who this uh, one guy who lived there he fed them all the time well now there's like four different or five different flocks all over town apparently when the parrots got loose some some pet owner they accidentally got loose they was so the climate was so mild they just bred out in the wild and they're so smart they can Get, get by by eating the fruit and the trees and people feeding them and that kind of thing. And they're all over it, the West Coast. There's flocks in San Jose and L.A. and San Diego and Portland and Seattle. I think there's some in Utah and Salt Lake City, too, as well. But they're all over the place, these flocks of parrots. 
So it's kind of neat. But anyway, so sometimes if I'm listening to my music, music, I don't hear them. But but they are kind of loud, so I still kind of hear them. But but if they're far away, I don't. I may not hear them so much. But without music, yeah, you can hear them a lot because they're very loud. But pay attention to things around you. What kind of what kind of noise do you hear? Do you hear the the wind rustling in the trees? Do you hear if you're by the beach? Do you miss the sound of the waves? Do you hear? Is there a boy? floating out in the water and you hear the sound of, of the clang of its bell. There's all kinds of little sounds that you can hear um, if you're not listening to music or have some, or a podcast or this podcast. I mean, yes, I like you listening to this podcast, but yeah, for this exercise, you can listen to it after your, your run. <laughs> You, this is a good time to practice breathing. Pay attention to your foot strikes, too. Listen to your footsteps. Try to run as lightly as possible. And you can do that by picking up your knees so that they don't like thud as hard as possible. Many people have heavy footsteps, and that's fine if that's your natural footstep. But just make sure you're lifting your knees up so you're not shuffling along. A lot of people shuffle they're not even using their upper legs, mostly just, just using their lower legs. And their calves get really sore after a run. And this is a good way so that you use your whole leg and your calves don't get quite as sore. Now for afterwards, you can, for the cool down, lay on the ground just like you did before and, and deep breathe and just think about your run. Think about what happened, what you liked about it, what you didn't like about it. Was it hard to go the whole way without music, without your watch? Was it hard? Could you do it again? What in your run did you like about what you did? What needs to be improved? You can even write it in your running journal if you have a running journal. You can even put that down too and make some notes. It's a really nice way to look at your run in a more constructive way and see about improvements. You can do that on your own. It's kind of cool. And after that, you can do some good stretching. And don't skip the stretching. Cool down is really important for stretching. And uh, I would say for beginning, a good, good walk is good warm-up. A few stretches, but mostly afterwards is really, really important to stretch. That's, that's the time that, that it really needs it. Mindful running is getting a lot more popular, as I said. You probably... I think you're going to be seeing it in uh, magazines, running magazines, and in running advertising soon. I think it's going to be kind of the next big thing in 2021. I I don't know. I, I think it's an important thing, though. I don't think that should take anything away from it. I think we can all learn from it. And so I, I don't see why not trying it out. Now, trail runners are ahead of the game a little bit because a good trail runner shouldn't be listening to music. They should be watching everything around them. Even trail runners get too caught up in the pace and forget about what they're feeling and they lose their mindfulness of their run. It's not always about your pace. It just isn't. It's sometimes about just being there, being right there and enjoying the run. 
So try this out and see if it works and see what you think and let me know. I think just taking a little time and enjoying our runs is a good thing. We can appreciate them a little bit more and maybe not miss racing so much. I don't know. I decided that 2021 is going to have at least one big goal for me. My birthday is in February. I want to do another 50K. It's been about a year and a half since I've done my last one. I am going to do a 50K around my birthday. My birthday is on a Tuesday, so I'll probably do it on that Monday. Because my weekends are so screwy, I have to work every other weekend. So I never know if I am going to be off for a race or not. And next year we'll have races again. So who knows if I'm going to be working or not. I don't know. I'm not signing up for anything right now. I'm just going to take it easy and play it by ear and see if I'm actually working. I kind of want to just do some self-supported type things on my own and stick to just adding miles to the marathon and maybe do some kind of long distance challenge things. We'll see. I don't mind hearing about other people's races, though, and reading about them. I think that's really cool. I get a lot of inspiration and good feelings about that. We'll see how it goes. I've been losing weight, and that's always a good thing, and that will help as well. So it's October, so it's not too early to start thinking about next year and how, when we get back to races, what we want to do. I have a great big goal that I want to do in 2022, (laughs) so we'll see if that's going to happen. Anyway, thank you so much. I really appreciate you being here. I always, always do. If you want to support the show, if you want to see all the links and everything about the show, go to MarthaRunsTheWorld.com. Everything is there. If you want to email me, you can email me with comments, questions, or suggestions for future shows. I appreciate them, and I'm glad to receive them. You can email me at MarthaRunsTheWorld at gmail.com. Have great runs, and until next week, let's tie up our shoelaces and go for a run. <laughs>